Today on CityCast Boise, listen, our city is great and we love it, but it's not perfect. My favorite haters, Julia Green and Frankie Barnhill are with me, and we're breaking down the best spots in Boise to take someone for a bad time. It's Tuesday, March 7th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Julia. Hi, Frankie. Hi. Emma, let's talk hate. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Something we don't do a ton of on here, but I'm excited to do it. There's so much to love about Boise, and we share the love on this podcast all the time, but it's not like things are perfect here, right? Like Mm -hmm. we've all had a really bad day in Boise or in the Boise area. So what would your worst day in the Treasure Valley have to include? I'll start with mine because I feel like this is perfect. Uh, It's going to be late August, early September. It's going to be 109 (laughs) degrees. I'm going to say September because 109 degrees where you're like, no, we're technically this should feel like fall. I'm over it. Like you've already survived July and August. It's going to be over 100 degrees. It's going to be smoky. It's going to (laughs) be that like early September smokiness where you can't go outside. Um, I'm going to be driving downtown to pick up one of my kids and accidentally get caught in BSU football traffic uh uh, where I'm like, why did I take Broadway? What am I doing? And and that's probably enough for me to have the worst possible Boise day is smoke, the traffic and the heat. Okay, that's my (laughs) worst day. Frankie, what's yours? Okay, I feel like we have themes that are very similar because mine would just have to include Eagle Road rush hour. At some point, I... And my worst day, and I'm there, and I'm like, why did I go this way? Why do I have to go to the village? Uh, what's bringing me to the village in the first place? And I would question all my life choices and my choices that day in particular. And then you end up at the village, which I know some people love, but it's not for me. Not uh. for me. Not for me either. <laughs> I think I'm in the same kind of theme as you guys. Honestly, the smoke And because I'm a pale, fragile flower, uh, summertime in Boise is really hard for me. Every time I'm like, I'm going to go do stuff. I'm going to be outside. I'm going to go camping. I'm going to go whatever it is. It pretty much turns out that I just stay inside in the air conditioning all summer long. And I don't enjoy the outdoors as much as I would like. Yeah, that last few summers have felt like that. Like last summer, I was like, I can't wait to get out there. And then I was like, oh, it's 109 and you can't breathe and it's terrible air quality. I would tag on just because like if you've lived here a while, this is a new experience. I realize people from bigger cities are like deal with it. But like my worst day then would include being like, oh, I know I'm going to go up to Kirkham or something like to like a popular fun spot that I used to go to. And then you get there and you're like, oh, there's 90 people here. And it's unusable. Never mind. Right. Beer bottles and diapers and everything just littering it. Right. Or like trying to go to like a camping spot. You're like thinking like, okay, I'll go to up into the mountains to like get away from the heat. But then it's completely packed and even like bumper to bumper traffic just like up into the mountains. So like you're trying to escape people and you've failed miserably. Yeah, pretty difficult to do these days. Well, let's really put this into practice, okay? I have some scenarios to throw at you, and here are the rules. You can choose any time of year, but it has to be activities that would happen on the same day, and you get to plan a whole day with like two to three uh, activities that are like hateful. Uh, So, Julia, let's start with you, okay? Okay. Here's your scenario. 
Your middle school bully messages you on Facebook now that your art is all over town and you're kicking ass in your career. And they're like, hey, long, long time no see. Let's get together. Where do you take them? Okay. So first things first is I'm hopping into a time machine to 2010. <laughs> okay. Just because I can think of like peak everything I hated in Boise is like 2010 Boise. So first, I'm making them drive and I'm going to make them pick me up in Columbia Village on a Saturday morning in the summer Amazing. when there is a soccer game happening at the Simplot Sports Complex. There are <laughs> 500 vans filled with raging, screaming kids and angry soccer moms dealing with all of that traffic. It's just like absolutely bananas. So from there, I'm going to take them to the Boise Watershed. <laughs> and if you don't know what the watershed is... There is an educational facility, but that is where everything that you flush down the toilet goes to get processed. And if peak summer heat and like the smell of everything just like hits you in the face like a brick wall. We're going to do the whole experience at the watershed, though. And this includes a tour to see like everything. And it's disgusting. So, yeah, even though that's torture for me, I know it's torture for them. So after it's like we've dealt with the heat, we're hungry, we're tired, all of that. We are going to go to Bitter Creek. In 2010. You're saying 2010 Bitter Creek. 2010 Bitter Creek. Oh, okay. So back then, Bitter Creek used to be seat yourself. And they used to have entirely too many tables. <laughs> it's not like this anymore. It's much nicer now. It's well managed. It's great. But back then, you would find a seat somehow. And then the wait staff would not see you sit like seat yourself. And so you would sit there for like 30 minutes trying to get someone to bring you a menu. And then when they finally would see you, they just bring you a drink menu and they don't bring you a food menu. Once you get food and drink, it's good. Like everything's golden. But it's that first part, like I can't tell you how many times I was just like, why do I keep coming back here? Like why, why? <laughs> and then I think to like end the day, even though this would be torture for me, but I was honestly thinking taking them to the bars at 6th and Main. Not my <laughs> ideal situation. Just too many people, too many bedazzled jeans. Because once again, this is 2010. Yes. Mm -hmm, too many mm -hmm. like knockout shirts and like weird, like faux tattoo things going on and bad music. But the problem is my like junior high bully, this is like something that they would totally be into. Yeah, they would love it, I would assume. Yeah. 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 So you're just tormenting yourself. I'm tormenting <laughs> myself. I figure it's payback for like taking them to the watershed. All right. Well, that was Julia. That is very effective, although I do feel like you ended up punishing yourself more than your bully. I know. I'm a little too nice. Which is honestly on brand for you. I, feel I know. Like it is. It is a little on brand. Like... I might have to torture myself to maybe also torture the other person. Yeah. All right, Frankie, let's do you. Uh, you run into your out-of-state ex at the grocery store who's in town for a work thing. You did not end on good terms. They ask you for things to do with their coworkers while they're in town. What do you suggest? Okay, well, first off, my scenario is so much easier because I don't have to be with this person while they're experiencing <laughs> a hellish day. So that is very Julie true. had a tough, a tough road, but I feel like we're all the same person. So we're all saying the same thing, which is it's a Saturday in late July, early August. It's smoky. It's 109 degrees. And then I say, oh, yeah, if you need some food, why don't you start on 8th Street? And they don't have reservations. So they're just bopping around from one place to another trying to get 
in line to get food. And it takes so long that they end up not getting to eat because they have reservations with a pedal pub and they need to get over. <laughs> and shoot, why didn't I think of the pedal pub? That's I know. so good. That is really good. Oh. And they got to jump on a pedal pub. But first, before they do that, they need to pregame a little bit. So they're going to get whatever alcohol they can find downtown and pregame a little bit on an empty stomach, and then they're pedal pubbing around town. It's smoky. It's hot. It's sweaty. And the best slash worst thing about it is that the person that they brought to plug in their uh, music, the person insists that they have this great playlist, and it's Skrillex. It's just Skrillex <laughs> the whole day. And uh, so they get way too drunk, uh, way too fast on an empty stomach. It's hot and s s nasty out. And then they take a drive, an Uber, up to Table Rock for a hike nice. at 3 p.m. Yeah. The heat of the day really is just really bearing down on them. Um, and then... Are you trying to murder this person? I know. That's what it sounds <laughs> it like. It kind of feels like I'm really getting like close to that, right? Is this a true crime podcast now? <laughs> How did you murder by Frankie Barnhill? <laughs> Not enough food or hydration and uh, just put him out in the elements. Um, but honestly, that Table Rock hike, I just hate Oof. it so much. So mm -hmm. they're going to go do that. But then they also kind of need to, to hurry and hustle because, hey, they do have reservations. They reservations at the Matador at the village. Uh, so <laughs> nice. Bringing it back. They got to get on Eagle Road. <laughs> that is so good. These are both so good. You thought of so many things I didn't think of, and I love it. <laughs> Emma, what's your scenario? My scenario is I'm no stranger to online trolls. I always have a ton of people kind of hassling me and stuff, and they always make time in the day to make me try to feel bad. It doesn't work because I just block everybody. I have, I'm ruthless <laughs> that way. Um, but I have over the years had a couple of trolls who are like really relentless who will like make new accounts and just continue to hassle me across platforms and will like, you know, just go out of their way to be bastards. So they're DMing me on Instagram about where should they take a first date. So they took a, a quick break from hassling me uh, to ask for a little bit of advice on where to take a first date, a Tinder date. So this is my, this is what I have them do. I tell them to get up really nice and early, okay? I tell them women love an early morning date. <laughs> and I tell them to take them, take this date at like 7 a.m. to rise and grind on 6th Street, uh, which is near Trader Joe's. And I tell them to go in and get some coffee. But here's the funny thing, which I learned uh, when I went in there to grab a cup of coffee while I was trying to vote at the Basque Center recently. There's no coffee at the Rise and Grind. Uh, <laughs> surprisingly, there is no coffee at the Rise and Grind. In fact, it is like a protein shake, nutritional place. Uh, and when I asked for a cup of coffee, they were like, we don't have coffee. We have something similar to coffee. So I tell them if they don't have coffee, order the the thing that they say that is like coffee adjacent, which is a cup of uh, sludge, as far as I can tell. It's <laughs> not, there's no caffeine in it, just maybe chia seeds or something. So oh. they don't get coffee. They get a cup of sludge. And from there, I tell them, oh my gosh, you have to walk over to the best place in Boise, which is the Selfie Museum. Girls love a selfie museum. So with their club, cup of sludge, no coffee, not caffeinated, early on a Thursday morning, they walk over to the Selfie Museum. They take a bunch of selfies. By then, they're hungry. And I'm like, I want this to be an all-day all day date for them. I tell, I tell the guy, what girls love is when you really fill a Thursday for them. Right. Uh, just start <laughs> to finish from the moment they're awake. 
So then I'm for lunch. I tell him, you got to try out this place downtown. It's right walkable, super easy to get to from the selfie museum. You got to try the pita pit. Uh, <laughs> the pita pit. Uh, I have gotten food poisoning at four times <gasps> in my life and is kind of wow. known for that, you know, like mm-hmm. a late night option when you're downtown a little hammered, but uh, definitely maybe going to get some diarrhea. So I send them to the pita pit. Um, they order there. It's about they eat lunch. It's about one thirty. They start feeling pretty nauseous. And I say, well, then the next thing you got to do is you got to take her on a tour to Julia Green's hometown, take her out to the Beat Factory, drive her (laughs) around there. While you're already got a bunch of pita pit in your stomach and you're feeling a little queasy, you haven't had any caffeine, you drive out to the Beat Factory. They probably do a tour. I don't know, but I know it smells pretty bad out there. (laughs) It smells bad. (laughs) It's real bad. And yeah, and I feel like from there, they just, they have to part ways because they both get pretty serious food poisoning. And uh, (laughs) that's the end of the date. I like it. It's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> I love that you've answered one of my burning questions, which is what the hell is rise and grind? Uh, so mm-hmm. <laughs> now yeah. I know no coffee, even though you would think so with that name. Yeah, they maybe now have coffee. But when I was in there, I was so like it was one of the most angry times I've ever been at Boise where I was just like, <laughs> you no. You cannot open a <laughs> shop called The Rise and Grind in downtown Boise and not have coffee. I like I wanted to call the mayor. I, something needs to be done about it. So <laughs> All right, let's wrap up here. This was a ton of fun and uh I I hope for their sakes your bullies and your exes they stay the heck out of our town. <laughs> yes. Thanks so much, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> And one more thing before we sign off. Governor Phil Batt died peacefully at home over the weekend on his 96th birthday. According to Boise State Public Radio, Batt was a staunch champion for civil rights in his political career and personal life. As a young man, he resigned his membership from the Elks after his local lodge denied membership to a friend who was a Japanese-American. As an Idaho state senator, he established the state's Human Rights Commission and later continued that work in his advocacy for Add the Words and Hispanic farm workers. And we'll have more information about how you can pay tribute to his legacy in our Hey Boise newsletter. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning for a chat with Meridian Library Director Nick Grove. Bye. Bye.